0: Thanks for tuning in to Investment Insight, brought to you by McKay Wealth Advisory. My name is Hayden Prophet, and joining us today we have Brent McKay. And Brent, donor advised funds, charitable contributions, things that we think about um, monthly, yearly, throughout the year, at the end of the year. At various points in time, they become more and more apparent, or they're in front of you. Um, Can you hit on just what a donor advised fund is? Sure. So donor advised funds are pretty cool vehicles. Um, Really...
1: Uh, they've kind of became, they've been around for a long time, they've run around since the 30's um, but they really became edged into tax law in 2006. Um, one of the things that's nice about Donut Revised Fund is you, you think about, um, there's these things called foundations, you know everyone's always like, hey I'd like to start my own foundation, you know, I'd like to do something in memory, I, I know for um, when I look at my children you know we're getting ready to go on a trip and one of the things that I would love for them to do is instead of when they inherit some money from me instead of them spending that money on themselves or buying a Ferrari or a toy how nice would it be if my seven children got together at Christmas and were giving money away to others Um, I think that's a very important thing so one of the nice things for investors is what's called a donor advice fund donor advice fund is where you give the money away now but you can decide later what charity gets the interest. Now the benefits of that are pretty significant. One big benefit is you get the tax break. You know, you give that money away now, you get the tax break now. So if for instance Hayden, if you go in and you know, you inherit a farm and you sell it for big money and you don't want to pay taxes on all that money, you can give that money away now. You know, I always talk with people Joe, about if I win the lottery, I'm going to give it away to charity. Well, you have to be careful. You actually can't give away all your money and it not be taxable. Um, and so one of the things that's nice about donor advice about is you get the
0: money away now, and then the charity you can pick out later. Right, and, and I got another question on that as well. Yeah. So, if I pick a charity now, that's XYZ 501C3, um, it's a qualified charity, and right now I just, I love what they're doing. I absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm in love with what they're doing, and then management changes and later on, I'm not exactly as... It's kind of the apple has lost its shine, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not as in love with what they're doing. I would like to send it to another 501c3 or somewhere else. Can I change it later on? So once, if you give money to
1: charity and you give them principal, it's theirs. Right. With a donor advised fund, if you're giving them mainly interest or a portion of that account, you can then change where it's designated, as long as it's not an IRA. There, is a, there are some special sure. rules IRAs. Um, but outside of IRAs, um, you can basically change it. So like, let's say for instance you really like St. Jude. But let's say St. Jude says hey you know we've decided that helping kids with cancer be cured is not our, not our goal anymore and we're gonna start becoming a nature conservatory organization. We're like well that's kinda lost the mission and so one of the things you can even do too is let's say hey, you know you have a whole flock of kids and you're just like you told your kids this is the mission and your kids can actually change it after the fact. So what's nice about Donor Advised Fund is you still maintain
0: control of a lot of the charitable endeavors for that fund, which is powerful. Right. And I know we're mostly kind of talking about the cash proceeds, but this goes with property as well. If you have like a super low cost basis in a piece of property. Probably the majority of
1: um, assets that are moved in Donor Advised Funds initially are properties or low appreciated investments, Um, if you own a business or you own... um, something that you paid very little for and you want to avoid taxes on it because mm-hmm. um, the benefit is when you if you were to transfer let's say you were going to sell your business and let's say you paid a hundred thousand dollars start your business now it's worth five million you could transfer that asset into the donor advised fund and you don't have any capital gains then you could sell it and then you could use that money to benefit charities but you wouldn't necessarily want to give a charity five million dollars a once so maybe you say hey i'm going to give them five percent a year so if I've got five million dollars in this account. I'm going to give them two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. It's going to be a sustainable gift where that money is coming all the time, uh, and also it should earn interest and it should grow if you invest it correctly. Um, it, you know, it'll, it'll be invested, it'll earn interest, and then you've got a sustaining gift. And so, and the benefit of a donor advised fund, the, the biggest benefit of is administration. You think about if you run your own foundation or you run your own 501c3, you've got to administer that. You've got to have accountants. You've got to have um, lawyers, you've got to have all those people involved to make it all run. The benefit of donor advice fund is you basically give the money and these organizations handle that administrative umbrella for you for some kind of cost or a donation and because they're doing it that way, your main job is just giving money away versus trying to administer or trying to deal with all the paperwork, which a lot of people don't want to deal with.
0: Right, and you know with an individual brokerage account if you or just a cash checking account per se if you donated one of these donor advised funds that's that's kinda in one bucket over here but shifting over how does it change if you're donating out of an IRA to a donor advised so if fund? So
1: you, if you give money out of an IRA to a donor advised fund you have to designate who's gonna eventually get that money, the money. and so there probably are some caveats there where you could change it later so you would say hey I really like St. Jude so I'm going to give money out of my IRA to my donor-advised fund, and then eventually I'm going to give the money to St. Jude. But however, it, there is no current IRS requirement. So if St. Jude wasn't doing what you liked, you could just leave it there for 100 years and let it earn interest and grow, and then maybe until St. Jude came around, you could change it. Um, you know, And of course, uh, you know, we'll have to check with the, the legality of it, but if those charities cease to exist, then I, the way I understand the law is they would find a charity that's similar in the nature. original gift. And so, if the charity didn't fall what you wanted and you gave it out of an IRA, yeah, you're supposed to give it to them. But if that charity ends up going away sometime, because every business, every charity has a lifespan. So, sure. you know, um, I was reading about the Knights of St. John, who were kind of the first Red Cross group. And, you know, that group's not really the Red Cross anymore. Now it's the Red Cross. So, charities just pretty much change over time and, and become different organizations. So, this, but donor advised funds under current law. Can sit in perpetuity. You know, one of the things that a lot of these political foundations people get mad because they don't use the money for the charitable endeavor. Well, the donor advice fund, there's no current requirement to give 5% a year. Right. Which is huge because if the markets were down or if your investment had lost money, or if you had non-liquid investments. So if you have money that you can't get, you know, if you're giving property something, you can't just give 5% a year away because maybe there's no rent, maybe it's empty. Well, here it goes, a donor advice fund. You can wait till it starts earning interest again and having rent again
0: and then give money away. Right. And you can invest it how you see fit, right? Correct. Can, based on how, really, how aggressive you want to, if, if we're just talking to stocks and the equity market, basically, but you can and invest bonds. it aggressively, stocks and bonds, yeah, aggressively or conservatively, just based Correct. on how you want and to.
1: And that, that's always up to you. But the, most, a lot of donor advised funds are in non-liquid investments right? for, you know, for the benefits of the taxes. And, and that
0: makes sense because there's not a 5% rule on a piece correct. of property. It's not very liquid until it sells. But once it does sell, once it is liquid, then go from there. Yeah. So, um, Anything else you want to add about donor advised funds?
1: Um, really, just the biggest thing is um, to be thinking about how this plays in a plan because a lot of times when you're giving money, especially principal gifts having sustainable charities you know you don't want to give a charity too much money Um, a lot of charities if you think about it, let's say there's a charity I used to be on the board of and they had a $400,000 a year budget well if I wrote them a check for $400,000 they would stop raising money and I remember this exact thing happened they were they were in organization they were doing really well and they had a big golf tournament and they raised $40,000 a year Mm -hmm. well one year they had extra gift they had extra money someone give them a principal gift so what's the first thing they canceled? The golf tournament. The golf tournament, because they didn't want to do it. Right. When they canceled the golf tournament, all the people that were used to giving them $40,000 a year took that money, gave it somewhere else. Well, then that principal ran away. It was gone. It mm-hmm. was over. Then they tried to restart the golf tournament, and they were only raising $10,000 a year because people got out of the habit. So one of the things that a lot of people don't think about is you can give money to a charity and put them out of business. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to give too much money to a charity. If you give more than five percent to a charity, they'll become relied
0: upon you, and they'll stop asking for money. You want to help them, right? You want to help them by an interest donation or some sustainable recurring revenue. You know, an interest donation on, let's say, you had some five percent investment that gave them on a hundred thousand dollar principal. You gave them five thousand dollars a year. That's enough where they can rely or they can have that amount, but they're not. You didn't give them the full hundred thousand, correct? So that they could. Oh well, we can sit on that and deplete it potentially. Well, that's the biggest thing because you got to think about it. charities and business
1: are typically separate skill sets. If you're very charitable and you got that big heart and you really love helping people, not that it's saying a lot of times some of the finance geeks like us may not have the biggest heart, maybe more left right brain or, you know type situation, yeah. and so you want to be very careful when you're giving money to charity not to give too much. So donor advised fund is a great vehicle where you can give it you know, to the charity, but do it in a way that's sustaining, in a way that they still serve the mission that you want done. That's so awesome. a great vehicle.
0: Well, good deal. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you have a great day.